financial freedom, it's within everyone's reach. And this key shows you how to build prosperity and generational wealth for your family on Becoming the Bank. Hello, hello, hello. Tanissa Keys with Becoming the Bank. So excited. Listen, I got to start with this. Minneapolis holds a special place in entrepreneur and designer Houston White's heart. It's where he first got his start. So whether it's launching the Get Down Coffee Company or his new Houston White for Target collection, Houston takes immense pride in giving back and inspiring those around him. Watch Houston discuss turning passions into reality and the importance of lifting the community up on Target's exciting content series, Black Beyond, now playing on youtube.com slash Target. If you're tuning in for the very first time this week, this is a podcast that shares biblical principles and practices that have helped me to become a generational wealth builder. Listen, this is not a how-to podcast. It's a becoming podcast, how to become a wealth builder, how to become someone who is financially free. Okay, so we're starting a new series called Mana Season. I've actually been in this season like in and out a couple of times. I'm in it now, but like there's other lessons that I've learned from the history of it. I think y'all are going to enjoy it. I feel like the Lord has put like a wealth of like wisdom um, for this season, like around financial freedom, particularly. Um, There's a pretty cool story that's in Exodus 16. So I'm not going to read the whole story. I'm just going to give you guys sort of like a paraphrased version of it. Okay, so out of Exodus 16, and really at this point in time, really close to the beginning of the Bible, right, that like the Israelites were held in captivity by the Egyptians, they were in bondage, they were enslaved for 400 years, right? And finally, Moses is sent to to help them become free. And so he goes, he talks to Pharaoh. He There's some plagues that have to come. Pharaoh, you know, has a hard time letting this free labor go, right? Um, but finally he lets them go. And then he chases them, right? Like after them, like he let them go. And then he changed his mind. He's like, no, 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 no. We just let our, all of our service go. You know what I mean? Our servants. And so, so he tried to chase them. And then anyway, they got caught in the Red Sea. Lo and behold, about a month and a half, All of the Hebrews, all of the Israelites are in the wilderness, right? They're all headed to the promised land. So I I like to call this space either manna season, right? It's also a liminal season. I made reference to this earlier in one of my podcasts, um, talking about the liminal season. And what it is, is right, it's like when you're in a space that God has called you away from. So you're not where you used to be, right? Which, Which probably was like, you know, not as great as even where you are. So you're not where you used to be, but you're also not where God has called you to be, right? So you're in this this in-between space and it's a hot space because you don't always see where God has called you to, right? And, but you know that you're not where you used to be. Well, they are in this space. They're in the wilderness, right? They are in between Egypt where they have left and they are headed to Canaan, the promised land, this land that God has called to them and said, listen, it's a land filled with milk and honey, right? And like, you just got to get there. So in this season of time, one of the things that happens is that they begin to grumble and complain literally just a month and a half out of slavery. They're like saying to Moses, what did you bring us out here for? Like you took us out of bondage. Now we hungry. You know, we, we sleeping outside, we struggling, we suffering, right? Um, did you bring us out here to die? I'm, I'm paraphrasing, right? But like they were grumbling and complaining after God 
had already got the mind slavery. Like, ain't that us all day, right? God has already done so many things. And now he gets in a new phase of our life. And now we're like, well, dang, Lord, I mean, you know, what, what you what you going to leave me hanging now, right? And so the, so the Israelites are complaining. And God says to Moses, listen, I'm going to send quail at night, but every day I'm going to literally like rain down manna from heaven every day. Here's the catch, right? It's a test. I do not want them to get more than what they need, right? I don't want them to get less. So if they ended up picking up less, God would just make sure their bellies were full with what they had, right? So less was not a thing, which is which is just a whole nother sermon about God is always enough, right? But but if they did get more, then it would rot and they wouldn't be able to harbor it. Now, our natural inclination, not only as black folks, right, but like also just as like, you know, human nature is to plan for the future naturally, right? That you're futuristic and thinking not just about tomorrow, because tomorrow is likely to come, right? Even though it's not guaranteed, it's likely. But we're always thinking about the next week and the next day, right? Unless you're in survival mode, which again is a whole nother lesson. But most of the times they're thinking futuristically. So naturally, some folks went out and picked up double what they needed with the hopes of saving some you know, for tomorrow. Some of that was a natural response just because of how we think others, right? It's a response of like, okay, I don't have enough for tomorrow. I need to get more so I can store up some to have enough. But manna season, right, is really about the Lord just giving you what you need every day, right? And you relying on him every day to give you what you need. What does that look like? That looks like maybe not having a bank account in excess, right? Or what does it look like? Maybe not necessarily being able to plan for some future spending, right? Because you're like, I ain't got it to plan with. <laughs> so there's so much for kingdom wealth management in this story, right? Which is the reason why we're going to spend a little bit more time on manna period, this manna season. But we're going to start here. And this first principle and practice, right, is that there will be seasons when you are in the wilderness and you will have to rely on God for your next listen to what I'm saying. Even as a wealth builder, even when you have assets and you have some level of comfort in your lifestyle, you will go through seasons of time where God will not have you living in excess as much as maybe you were the book time before, right? It's almost like a training season time, right? And Or, 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 or a time for him to transform you. It is a guarantee space that the Lord brings you to. Why? Because I think he's trying to teach you something. Let me make this plain, okay? I'm going to tell you about my personal time and season where I had to trust God financially for every single thing. I had did my due diligence, like, right? Like, even after I invested, um, I still did not see a return. In this season of time, right? I, I, I sold, I nurtured, I cultivated, but nothing right? This is a similar season maybe you guys know about, right? Right. So, so what do you do? You continue to sow. You just believe in God for it and you continue to sow. You continue to sow. And then nothing. And literally it feels like time is continuing to move on in that direction till you're sowing all that you have. And seemingly it doesn't look like you have much else to sow, right? And then maybe worry sets in, maybe doubt sets in. Now, initially for me, right, it looked like and felt like that God just was not delivering, 
I mean, that's what it felt like for me when I was in this season, right? Mostly because God always had me in these seasons of <laughs> overflow. Like, like that was, he, he had brought me sort of out of the spaces where it was like tight, right? So it, it was weird to like not be living in excess, right? Not have the same comforts. And it was weird to look at my bank account and see that it was very dry right? Or maybe even have a feeling of like paycheck to paycheck. That's kind of what manna season feels like. Again, it's not that you don't have, it's just that you're not in the same excess or overflow space that you have been to in the past, right? And so then a hundred percent of the time I had to wait for manna to fall from the sky. (laughs) It was hard. I'm in it now. It's hard now, right? Can I tell you, it was during this season that I learned this principle of becoming a person that relies on God for my every daily financial need. Now, God is so good. This is what he told me. He said, listen, nothing is going to lack. Not a bill is not going to get paid. It's not like you and your kids are going to have to, you know, start eating ramen noodles. Been in that season of time. That was before I came into financial freedom, right? There's not going to have to be those sorts of adjustments but you will need to rely on me for your daily bread. Listen, this is a podcast about becoming. So again, I can tell you over and over again about the things that you need to do, right? The, uh, the, the movements you need to make, the decisions, the, the you know ideas about how you need to invest, how you need to change your investments, how you need to create a business and how you need to write off expenses. Like I can tell you all that. All that stuff is on Facebook. What I found is, is that, right, this, these biblical principles and, are, and practices are powerful, but they're not as accessed, right, as we do like Facebook or as uh, uh, the, the World Wide Web in gaining insight and information. And so the Lord says, it's not just the information that you need to know. You need to become someone different. So how do you become someone? That during the wilderness season, during the liminal season, right, the one where you aren't where you were, So praise God for that, right? No matter where you were, that you're not still there, right? But you're not where God has called you to be. There may be some times where you only have what you need for today. And the Lord is saying, I need you to trust me. Now, you know that tomorrow is not guaranteed, but it's extremely likely, right? And you don't necessarily need to know where, listen, you don't need to know where your next is going to come from. But you do need to know it's coming because God said so, right? Listen, here's my three becoming principles for this. And to me, they're super huge, right? And again, this is speaking to my heart right now, but I've been I've been in manna season before. I didn't realize that I've been in this season before until I'm in it now that I'm able to say, oh yeah, this is a part of sort of a transformational testing process that God takes you to that you need to be prepared for as a kingdom wealth builder. Number one, become become, become someone who believes God is constantly trying to show you something. Listen, I think for sometimes like in in an instance, something can happen. And then we somehow think that for whatever reason, because it didn't go well, or we didn't make sense to us, that God is not in that, right? And here's the thing. We serve a very sovereign God, right? Who does not make mistakes. He he doesn't change his mind. The word of God, his promises don't change because things get rough. He's not like man, right? 
He's intentional with everything he does. And with all of your movements and your past and the step you take, he took you there. He brought those folks that are beside you, beside you. He he led you into the path of those investments or into those assets or into those, those relationships, into those conversations. So that means God is always trying to show you something. And what I believe is he's always trying to show you himself. So whether he's trying to show you how reliable he is, how great he is, how much he loves you, or how much he cares for every aspect of your life, he is always trying to show you something. Become someone that is constantly reminding yourself of that. Every time you're in a situation, God, what are you trying to show me? I know you're trying to show me something. What are you trying to show me? I know it's not by accident I'm in this season. I know it's not by accident. This is my world right now. What are you trying to show me? What part of you are you trying to help me see? All right, number two, become someone who embraces the test. Now, I didn't paraphrase all of this correctly, right? Some of this was that God says, I'm testing them, right? So in the scripture, God makes it plain that it's a test, right? But, you know, in real life, we don't actually know that we're like, you know, in a test, right? Which means we don't always embrace it <laughs> as a test. Which, you know, when you're in a test, you kind of know, okay, this is only for a season of time, right? God has me here purposefully. And so, Lord, help me pass the test, right? So, so God always is giving to us, right? The more resources, the more territory, the more money, right? That always shows that he's giving to us because he trusts us with it, which I think is dope, right? I always think about like, I got five babies and some of it, I'm like, I don't know why you gave me all these kids. But on some level, I think you must have trusted me enough to bless me with these babies, right? Or sometimes I think about sort of the assets that I have, like, God, you trusted me to steward these things well. That's amazing. Like, I feel like on some level, God is like, please with some of your work, right? So the Lord always is talking about trusting him with the small things, right? And then he can trust us with bigger things. But here's the difference for like wilderness season, for manna season, is God is saying, can I trust you with trouble though, right? So like it, you can be on the mountain and that's a different experience and God trusting you on the mountaintop feels different than when he trusts you in the valley. Right. And so in this season, in this wilderness manna season, God is testing you because he feels like you are ready to be tested with trouble. I'm speaking that right. Become someone that embraces the test so that you can pass. Become someone that God can trust with trouble. All right. Listen, this is number three. This is the very last one. Become someone that believes God for the next. Listen, you want to become a kingdom wealth builder and a kingdom wealth manager, you have to, you have to, you have to get rid of self-reliance. I mean, we got people that are convinced they got themselves where they're at. You got Christians that will, that will like big up themselves, boast in themselves. You know, the word clearly says that no man can boast of themselves. We still do. Right. And the truth is, is that God is in us. Right. And so because of his dopeness in us, what he created on some level, we're, we're, we're pretty cold people, right? We're his children. I, I can embrace that, right? However, I think we have to be careful with believing that we are the ones for our dopeness or we are the ones for our skill set, right? Let's say, right, that you just totally ignore the part of the Bible that says, you know, you can't do anything without God. And so you actually believe that on some level, you got yourself where you're at, that you've acquired the things that you've acquired. How far 
do you think you're going to continue to go without him? Even if you believe that you have some pretty amazing personal skills and abilities, you're still limited, right? I mean, you're still limited in what you can do, right? Self-reliance is really a joke. <laughs> like, you know, like you kind of start to fool yourself the more you believe in self-reliance, right? It's like leaning on the maybe when you really should be leaning on God, who is the sure shot, right? So believe in God for your next. Please don't sit and try to figure it out because oftentimes, right, that is a lack of faith. And during manna season, God is saying, you can't do this on your own. You need to lean on me every single day for your next. Listen, so we're in a series called Manna, right? We're going to be here for a few weeks. I feel like there's some really good learning here. This is going to give us some principles and practices on how to navigate wilderness season in our lives. It is guaranteed through the ebbs and flows, and I say ebbs and flows meaning up and down, right? Through wealth, wealth building, that there will be times where it's not going to look like you have enough, but God will still supply your enough, right? And then eventually God will supply the more than enough. I want you to have success during this season. It's often where people fall off right? They get hopeless, they give up, or they begin to do really stupid stuff to pull out of things out of fear and out of worry. Um, and so it's really important that you learn how during this time to become a good steward over your financial well-being. I hope you take on some of these principles and practices to become a kingdom wealth builder. My hope is that you become a blessing and a resource to your family, your sphere of influence, and your community. This is Becoming the Bank with the Nissa Keys. I'll see y'all next time. Check back next week for more of Anissa's Kingdom Principles to Live a Prosperous Life. To find previous episodes of Becoming the Bank, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Fast, reliable internet for any budget. Now qualifying customers can get Xfinity internet free through the Affordable Connectivity Program. That's right, free high-speed internet from Xfinity. And Internet Essentials customers can get equipment included at no extra cost. Get started today. At Hy-Vee, we take pride of being part of the communities we serve. In 2021, we donated more than 14 million meals, and this year, we're committed to doing even more. For over 90 years, we've been the place that people turn in time of need, and we take that very seriously. That's why we're loading our semis full of food this week and making deliveries across the Midwest to help families this Easter. To join our effort, simply donate when you're at the checkout. Together, we can make a big difference for those in need. There's a new way to get around in North Minneapolis. It's Metro Transit Micro, a new ride sharing service that connects you with Metro Transit bus routes or wherever you need to go on the north side. It's convenient, affordable, and accessible. Metro Transit Micro uses minibuses to reach more neighborhoods and you'll have shorter wait times. It costs just the same as bus routes and it's easy to use. You can pay your fare in cash, a go-to card, or the Metro Transit app. Just go to metrotransit.org slash micro. Download the app and create your account. It's really simple. So whether you're going to a friend's house in Bryn Mawr to watch the Vikings game, or you need to get dropped off at the Metro C-Line station to hop on a bus to get to work across town, Metro Transit Micro got you covered. Book a ride, get picked up, and get where you need to go. Start riding today on one of the new Metro Transit Micro minibuses. Looking for a Looking for, a, looking for a meaningful career with great pay and great benefits? 
want to be part of something bigger. Here's your chance. Union Pacific Railroad is hiring train crew members in the Twin Cities area, now offering hiring incentives up to $15,000. No previous railroad experience is needed. We provide all the essential training and you can get a free college education while working. Get your career on the right track with Union Pacific and apply today at up.jobs/minnesota. That's up.jobs/minnesota. It's back to school time, and that means it's back to cooking breakfast for your kiddos and making school lunches. That's a lot of cracked eggshells and cut off sandwich crust. Now listen, before you think about throwing those food scraps away, think about recycling them. Ramsey County has a program that can help you do just that, and it won't cost you a dime. Ramsey County has a free food scraps recycling program that lets you collect stuff like apple cores, coffee grounds, and veggie scraps. Here's how it works. Put all those scraps into a compostable bag. Then once a week, drop it off at a free food scrap site by your house. And listen, I understand that life is busy, so if you can't get there once a week, just toss the bag in the freezer until you can find the time to do it. To locate a food scrap collection site near you and to get more information about the program, visit RamseyRecycles.com slash food scraps and tell your friends and family about it. Let's all do our part to help save the planet. Attorney General Keith Ellison will always defend my right to make my own healthcare decisions. Free from government interference. For us. Our sisters. Our daughters. Our families. Re-elect Keith Ellison for Minnesota Attorney General. Learn more at ellison4mn.com. This is an independent expenditure prepared and paid for by Alliance for a Better Minnesota Action Fund. 1600 University Avenue West, St. Paul, Minnesota 55104. It is not coordinated with or approved by any candidate, nor is any candidate responsible for it. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at uhc.com. Plan benefits may vary. You started your business with big dreams and big ideas. But achieving your goals is a matter of doing the little things right. At Bremer Bank, we're ready to help you navigate all the details, questions, and challenges you encounter on your way to growth and success. Because right now, relationships matter more than ever. And understanding is everything. Find out more at bremer.com. It's never too late to set the stage for well-being. Here's your well-being tip of the day from YMCA of the North. Put mindfulness in your tool belt. Mindfulness is a method of paying attention and bringing awareness to whatever is happening at the moment. Be open to the idea of being present and honest with yourself. Observe what's happening rather than trying to control what's happening. We reduce our stress, anxiety, and negative emotions when observing rather than get overly flustered in our reactions. For more well-being tips, meditation, and yoga classes, visit us at ymcanorth.org forward slash well-being. At General Mills, our table is your table. And we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. 